I promised the uh, the parent that we would get to this uh, question first. Okay. Uh, they said, hello, how do I effectively block my adult son, who is taller and stronger than me, from banging his head on the windows in our house? He has broken several and luckily has not injured himself. He does this behavior when he's frustrated, lacking attention, and sometimes in the middle of the night. And they said, thank you. So. Talk to us, Dr. Tarbucks. Right. So uh, this, to me, my first uh, reaction to this is that this is a very serious behavior um, that, you know, uh, you know, bless your heart, you're trying to deal with on your own. But honestly, that definitely rises to the level of this is when I need someone uh, to provide help whose job it is to deal with these behaviors of this severity. There are people out there who are experts. That's all they do all day long. There's no reason why you have to go it alone. Um, so the very first thing you should do is get a board certified behavior analyst to come out, do a functional assessment, and come up with an intervention plan to help decrease the behavior, but also help you just manage your son's behavior and keep it um, keep him safe, uh, which it sounds like you're trying to do on your own, um, but honestly, it's too serious. Um, someone's gonna get hurt at some point. He's either gonna get hurt um, uh, from broken glass or even just from, um, just from the force of, of hitting his head against hard objects, and or you're gonna get hurt because at some point you're going to try to block it with your hand or something and you're going to break your hand. I mean, people are going to get hurt here. It's serious business. Um, and the, the good news is it's totally treatable. There's nothing magical and scary about self-injurious behavior. It's just another thing that some folks on the spectrum do and it's something that can be changed. And he can absolutely be taught something better to do uh, that's more productive and safer rather than banging his head. Okay, so I want to give you two resources that you can look at to be able to be hooked up uh, with a, a BCBA in your area. First, I want you to go to centerforautism.com, go to the locations tab. I, they recently changed it because I asked them to, so it's by state. So you mm. can look and see by state and see all the offices within a certain state. So you should be able to look very quickly and see if you live close to an office. If you do, don't call that office directly. Call the 800 number at the top of the page, but just look and see if if there's something close to you. If you're nowhere near, you could still call, call CARD to do remote services, mm -hmm. or you can go to autismspeaks.org, go to their resources tab, find your state, and click on, they'll give you um, a list of different services. Click on the one that's ABA providers, and, and you can literally put in your zip code and how many miles away you're willing to drive, and it will show you all the ABA providers that are close to you. That's fantastic. And, and the, another resource too is BACB. Dot com and same thing you go yeah. to uh, I think it's called um, certificate registry I think yes uh, and same thing you put in your zip code or you you can search by state and it'll give you every single board certified behavior analyst there you go. and where their address is uh, and how close they are to you so that's really important for a behavior this severe you really want someone yeah. with a BCBA certification and I think that's got to be your first thing because you're gonna want to know how you're gonna pay for that right but if you call the BCBA provider and you get a good quality BCBA provider and say this is what's going on how what funding do I have available to me? They'll be able to tell you if you have insurance, whether it covers it. They should be able to tell you if you don't, who the referring agency is in right. your state that will help you to get this support. Please do not think I cannot afford this, so I'm not going to do it because Dr. Tarbox, it's not going to go away on its own, correct? Right, that's absolutely right. Uh, the general rule with any kind of challenging behavior is if you don't get a good quality function-based intervention plan in place, the behavior is basically going to stay around 
around forever. It might get a little worse, it might get a little better, but it's not going away until you really get a good quality function-based behavioral intervention plan in place. And you know, no matter how good of a parent you are, you don't have to go it alone. Right. As, as parents, we're not trained on how to treat severe self-injurious behavior, right? We don't right. know what to do. It's not our, it's not, it's not our job. To, to, it's someone else's job. Let it be someone else's job. You need to have help. And especially, you know, I mean, in hearing all of uh, what you were saying, I, I, my heart was bleeding for you. But what particularly gave me the chill is that it's happening in the middle of the night. So very likely you're not getting good rest. Right. That's and that's really going to make point. everything so hard. Um, so it's time for help. Don't feel bad about that. Get excited about that. Find the uh, ABA provider that you want. Let them help you get the funding and let them know how serious it is. Yeah, and we say all the time on your show that, that challenging behavior is actually not part of the autism diagnosis. Self-injurious behavior, aggressive behavior, property destruction, those behaviors are not caused by autism, okay? So you don't have to settle for it. You don't have to think, right. well, my child has autism, therefore he's gonna misbehave. No, that's not correct. It, it can be treated effectively.